0: How are you, our dear patients? It's yeah. our fifth episode. I was gonna say that nah, I think we lost one listener because one of the guys who listens to us, I blocked him in <laughs> Messenger. <laughs> Why did you block him? What he's happened? hard to he's hard to talk to, and I always, I always end up lashing at him. Because he's mm. stupid, so it's sad was, what's funny is in a, in the beginning of our chat, he actually lamented getting unfriended a lot and getting blocked a lot. that's like part of his trauma yeah, I I did the same I kind of if I remember na he said that, I wouldn't have done it, but mm. I remembered it like later, na na, oh my God, my trauma show with getting blocked. So yeah. I shouldn't have. Because he likes listening to us pa naman. He's, he's a good a, guy? Then yeah, why did but you block just, him? No, I mean, a he's one? a good guy. I'm the bad guy. I'm oh. the villain. Yeah, he's a good guy, but I'm not. So that is, not, mm-hmm. that is the problem there. What a sad way to open, <laughs> to open yeah. our show. No. How are you, Astier? because we're airing out our villainous ways. Mm. Yeah, I think I've been also like that. I've also been the villain. Sometimes I use people for my own pleasure. Oh my god, yeah. you are <laughs> part of the problem with the LGBTQ community. <laughs> I am like what they call a lazy top. Oh god, I hate I hate tops hate like that. that. It's like and I call them out you know what I like to do that makes me even more of a villain? Uh-huh. I like calling out hot guys who are bad in bed. I yeah. like telling them about it. Now I'm like, you know they will message me the following day and mm. they will be like, next time again, and I will send a laugh emoji. <laughs> I think it's okay to make hot people feel bad about themselves sometimes. Yeah, cuz they don't, you know, like things are handed to them. Yeah, and everyone loves them already. It's okay to make hot people realize na it's not all about being hot. I have more fan mails for you for this episode. Oh, wow. This is the letter. It's fan mail time. (laughs) Dear Not Therapy, I am a new listener of your show. My wife recommended it to me. Oh. I am a straight man with kids. And mm. this is not really the type of show people would expect from me given my influence across the country. Oh, wow. he's an influential man. sabi niya. I really like your show. And whenever it's austere's turn to give an advice, my attention really spikes up. Because oh. the way he thinks is a lot similar to the way I think. I'm a little old now, but I see my younger self in him. And it makes me realize that, wow, there's more people like me in this world. Okay, so thank you so much and more power to you guys. Ferdinand M. from Ilocos. I uh, so I love the locals actually. He didn't give his last name, Mr M lang. So yeah. interesting. I went to San Juanico Bridge uh, last last year, I think, with my coworkers. Like everything was made of gold, and when you touched it, parang parang like it shifts. The color shifts, and then parang you know, the oil spill. Uh-huh. Like when you touch it, it becomes like an oil spill thing. Wow. Yeah, oil spills like, are beautiful. I think they're very good for the environment. So thank you again for D and M for the letter. Dear not therapy, especially to Shin. I would like to thank you for your voice. Uh-huh. I lost my parents yesterday. And Listening to not Therapy really helped me bury the bodies in a forest. Oh, he was playing our podcast while digging. Yeah. When I was in the forest and looking at the stars while covering my dead parents with dirt, I listened to you say, be an emotional slut. I cried. I cried tears of happiness because suddenly I felt free from everything. I said goodbye to my parents and then when I went home, I listened to Not Therapy episode 2. Oh wow, I love that he's taking us on a journey. The letter ends there, actually. Do we have a name for that one? I just want to give him a shout-out. Oh. BBM. Oh, and and if you look at my shirt, it says BBM as well. (gasps) Somebody handed this to me when I was outside two days ago. It says BBM ako. And I was like, what does that mean, Shin? BBM. Beautiful, bountiful, beautiful majestic. bottom. Yeah, mannequin. beautiful bottom masochist. Cool. I love that being a BBM could mean a lot of things. If you're listening to this show, just tweet or post with the hashtag BBM Aho, and mm. we're going to reply to you. We're going to respond to your messages. So, Austere, are you ready for this week's topic? Oh, what is our topic for this week? For this week, our topic, and it, I think this is something we all do, and we definitely need counseling about, and mm. it's simply worrying. Worrying. Oh, yes. I hate worrying. It makes me, like, it makes me worried. <laughs> no. what, do you, what do you generally worry about, and how do you process the act of worrying Oh, I always worry about money because I'm not very good with my finances and um, my career moves if there is any. So we're always bad decisions. When you are worried, what do you do to deal with that? How Do you, do you bask in the worrying or do you fight it off? Do you distract yourself? Um, I don't bask in it maybe just for a minute but then I just work I just you know I worry but it I don't let it get to me because if if it gets to me I shut down right I have a problem with um, shutting down and not feeling anything so what I do is just I distract myself Mm-hmm. What about okay. you? What do you do i I think i'm I'm the type who is prone to worrying. I think I got it from my mom now my mom is the type now when you give her news of anything, her mind immediately jumps to the worst case scenario, so she's mm-hmm. always like, "What's the bad thing that could happen even if I receive good news, even mm-hmm. if it's something positive, I'm always like. What do I worry about here? Oh, this thing is a problem. Oh, uh, this is a part I have to deal with at some point. I'm a very worrisome person. It's hard for me to just relax. People have different ways of coping about their worrying. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about worrying, what makes it dangerous is sometimes the worry is rational, but sometimes Mm. it isn't. And I think it's hard for some people to distinguish which worries are valid and which ones should be parang deleted right away from the mind. So how do you distinguish between the valid worry and the you know it's metaphysical worry? It's I think it's important to voice it out to someone because sometimes mm-hmm. when the worry keeps just echoing and echoing inside our head. Mm. It becomes too loud, and it feels like the only thing that is there. But sometimes, when you voice it to other people, you will—they can help you realize, na oh ano, it's not actually worth worrying about, or oh nga, hindi naman big deal. So yeah. your worrying is usually financial. How do you work on that? Um, I have a taro business. If it's, you, a it's a sideline. It's a sideline. If you want to. Have a session with me where we talk about you and only you. I know you like that. I can reach him through Grindr. <laughs> no! But yes, actually, yes. Sometimes I also do tarot when I worry so that I'll know what to do. And there's like a timeline. Even though, of course, the tarot isn't 100% accurate, it will yeah. help you... Um through like the step-by-step of things. Yeah. And it can give you a different perspective. Yes, yes, yes. So, mm. we will go back with our first letter after this break. I came in, I was in the hole. My mother's in the hole, but it wasn't the one that I was to be careful and finish it. Si Gary Maralita ay matagal na sa pagsiservisyo sa taong bayan. Naniniwala siya sa tunay na pagbabago. Sa bayan namin, lahat ng pampublikong proyekto, may picture ko talaga. Kahit hindi naman akong nagpagawa, siya ay makasarili rin. Tulad ko at tulad mo. Kailangan natin siya sa Senado po, number 69, After years of her conservatorship, Britney Spears is finally back with a new single. Sometimes I run. Sometimes I walk. Sometimes I drink off. But all I really want is to be free. Fight racism. And homophobia. Britney Spears' new single. Sometimes I run. Sometimes I walk. Available now on Spotify, iTunes, and other restaurants. Baby, all I need is time. Our first letter for this week is sent by codename Frank. Mail subject. Help, my brother is an edgelord. Oh, my brother fell into those online communities full of incels and edgelords. Mm. He has ADHD, and apparently, people with ADHD are susceptible to that. He's kind mm. of an outcast in school, kasi. He just graduated high school and he floated the idea of joining the military in the Ph. Anyway, Ewan, he's a good kid. I don't know. I feel like he fell into the wrong circles lang. I just don't know what to do as his older brother. So this is from a non-binary he, them. Frank is 24 from QC. Austere, what is an edgelord? Edgelord is steeped in internet culture in the, let's say... uh. In the far right of things, in the poli- political spectrum. So, edgelords don't like feminism. They don't like SJWs, the gay. So, laws it's like or it's, the Sogi giving, bills. it's giving uh, male centric misogynist. Yep, yep, yep. They got yep, yep. Yes, that energy. Yeah, they call trans people traps. So, uh, they speak their philosophy through memes. Oh, through, yeah, I get what you mean. Through yeah. dark, 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 edgy humor. And they're, you know, like most of them are teenagers who, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're a teenager, you're angry for some reason. So that's what edgelords are. But sometimes there are also edgelords who are like man babies. Um, Frank also says that um, he's in incel group. So, what do you know? What an incel is? No, not really. An incel is an involuntary celibate. Oh, so guys who don't get laid. These um, are guys who are like, um, women belong in the kitchen. Stuff yes, like that. Like, yes, like Elon Musk is my hero. Stuff oh, like that. Oh, totally, totally. But I feel like, let's say, people of color who tend to be like that. I think mm. it comes from a place of insecurity and confusion. And sabi niya nga, he knows that his brother is a good kid who has mm. ADHD so there's a tendency to be left out or maybe bullied or easily convinced. Pa. So what does a what does a worried big brother do in this situation? Well, for me because Frank's brother is in the internet, I feel like Fr- Frank should engage with his brother through internet content. Send him videos, YouTube videos. And posts and random stuff. Yeah. Like, or like send him memes. Send him, you know, like uh, yeah, counter... Speak his, count, speak his language. Yeah. Counter-argument memes so that he laugh but he'll also learn. And maybe sometimes when you hang out, you can bring bring up some of it. Now be mm. like, I saw your post about this. Parang what does it mean? Maybe yeah. he hear out from his point of view. Then and I think again, the keyword is speak his language. Yeah, you don't you don't become too preachy. Because of course mm. he's gonna be like, how dare you? Parang how dare you try to teach me? And they're just gonna yeah. hate that. He's just gonna hate it more if you make him feel that he's wrong, I think if you make him explain himself and he realizes na, oh, no, no, I can't actually explain it. I don't know. I actually don't know. I just saw it online. Then maybe you can lead him to a path that he will realize by himself why this is being weird. And I think you need to help him with his socialization skills. Because you told us that he's an outcast. Yeah. So teach him how to make friends. It's- yeah. I think as a brother, lang, ayun na, parang, it's more, I guess, of your role to nudge him towards the right direction, but not necessarily make him feel attacked then, even though I guess it's kind of scary to be, you know, to think now, oh my God, my brother is becoming part of the problem or something like that. Don't, don't be too overbearing then with your brother because that's not gonna work. Let him find the light on his own. Yeah, and he's young. There's so much room for change. When I was 17, 16, I also had those kinds of thoughts. Because yeah. when we are young, it's cool to mm-hmm. not give a shit. When we are young we want to be part of the counter culture. Yes. We want to be unique. I was very like homophobic then uh, in the beginning of my gay life because again uh, because of my upbringing and yeah. you know my re- stuff and like it's that. It's your wall. It's your it's wall. Yes. And I was also like misogynistic then because I didn't know anything. Promise I was super dumb. When it comes to gender, when when it comes to women. When uh, we were teens, we didn't really have the exposure to discussions and discourse. The way kids today. And what cured me was that no one really actually helped me, you know, guided me to see the light. What I did was just I stumbled um, on a YouTube video or Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah, I stumbled on a YouTube video. I watched a YouTube video about you know philosophy, and then I just clicked through everything. So I fell into the good rabbit hole. Yeah. Good, okay. Right. Yeah. Good luck, Frank, and to your brother. Okay. So our letter is from concerned Furrent, F-U-R-R-E-N-T. It's a pun. <laughs> and the male subject is neglected animals at home, but maybe it's more than that. So Concerned Ferrand says, I moved out earlier this year and took my senior dog with me and left two adult dogs at home with my parents. My dog was, le- was neglected most of his life until I stepped in to take care of him. The two dogs at home barely get bathed or walked. Just given two meals a day, and that's it. I guess this is this is a sad metaphor of what it feels like leaving my family's abusive household, and the guilt I feel leaving my mom alone with my abusive dad. Oh, dinaman sa alone. They have a yaya who does everything for them, and I'm also super guilty of leaving her because she basically raised me. Anyway. I don't know what to do about the dogs because I live in a studio unit with two cats and my senior dog. I'm definitely going back to therapy to process all this guilt. Thanks for this podcast. So Shin, this is some heavy stuff, right? Yeah, this is heavy stuff. And she's right with her subject. Uh, Neglected animals at home, but maybe it's more than that. It definitely feels like it's more than that. I think you have to... The quick thing I can say is you have to get to the bottom of the problem, which, when I read your letter, feels like your dad. He's a grown man. And I think you need that MMK moment in situations like this. You need to have that one huge confrontation. Maybe call him. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be personal because that will be too awkward for both of you. But maybe one night, just call him and let it all out. Open mm-hmm. up about your pet, open up about your mom, and your dad na abusive is a grown man. It's, mm-hmm. um. I think, sometimes we really need cathartic moments in our lives na we would never do otherwise, or we will never go through otherwise. It will be painful and super awkward and uncomfortable, but it's one of those things na... Maybe it will. Your life will be before and after when it's done. I think it would also be helpful if you seek help, uh, um, from, like agencies, like Gabriella, you know. For yeah, if it's that, if it's that, if tough. it's that bad, because you can't deal with it alone. Yeah, it, you because you've left already, and I don't think you want to go home again and stay there again. Yeah. So you need help from the outside. And if you're concerned about your dogs, um, what you can do is you can get them and then put them up for adoption. Yeah, but that's you know, that's not easy at all, then that's it's not, not easy, but it would be better if they if she uh, if they give him a good home. Yeah. But I feel like the issue then with their household is control. Who has control over everyone? And that's the dad. Yeah, nga, right. I think so, it all goes back to the dad. It's dad. really about like control, like power dynamics. I yeah. think you just have to make a call once and for all that puts all your feelings on the table i i think not only your feelings but also like empirical evidence for what he has done yeah he's probably not gonna listen he's probably gonna be a bitch about it but at least he has to hear it it has to come from somewhere it might be hard but it has to it has to happen otherwise you're going to be stuck in this cycle forever. And you're going to... you're all, She has that guilt. So, at least if you say that, you can tell yourself "Now I tried to do something about this. We will read our final re- letter in our tarot reading time after, after these... this messages. Okay. Are you tired of listening to this podcast? With the new and improved 10-story building, you can drop your phone off the side of it and never listen to this podcast ever again. Go to 10storybuilding.com and enter promo code HELPMEIMSINGLE to get 20% off your registration. Again, that's HELPMEIMSINGLE to get 20% off your registration. It's tarot reading time! Shin, I just want to say that I like it when you sing our segments. Uh, our segments. And I want it, I want like that to be my ringtone. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Literally fuck off. Okay, so this is sent by Moomin, the male subject. I have a crush on my best friend. Oh my god. <gasps> oh my god. I'm Moomin. <laughs> Okay, he is a twenty-two non-binary Capricorn. Everyone's non-binary this episode. Yeah, yeah, which is a good shout out. I've developed a crush on one of my closest friends. It started out as a joke, but now I think it's become too real for me to keep as a secret. Mm -hmm. I really like them, and we even tell each other we might be platonic soulmates. Part of me wants to go and just confess, but I'm worried this is going to ruin our friendship. Besides that, we are both struggling mentally, so I don't know if confessing to them is a good idea. My last relationship ended because I wasn't mentally well, but lately I started having this gut feeling that I should just do it. What do I do? They're really special to me, so I don't want to mess things up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a simple question. Yeah, simple so question, but complicated in terms of emotions. Yeah, and the situation. It's very worrisome, yeah. Are you ready with the cards? Yeah. Well, we have the King of Coins and the Page of Wands. So one of them is higher in position than the other. Their needs or what they need to do are not congruent with each other because Uh one of them um, has more sway over the other and I think that's the other person. Mm -hmm, And Moomin, they are looking at more of a shared connection, like we're equal in this, that Mm -hmm. they also feel the same way for me. But because if you look at the Page of Wands, the Page of Wands is holding uh, his stick um, in front of him in a defensive manner. The Page of Wands is being defensive about this union then of of the sixes. So there's a lot of things stopping you. I think what you need to do is to hold off on telling the other person your feelings because they are dealing with something else. They are avoiding something. I feel like they know. They know uh-huh. your feelings. Mm because he's looking uh, the king of coins is looking at the page of coin uh, at the page of wands so they are looking at you but they want you to remain in that position in that uh, defensive yeah, position yeah. but do you think there's a future for this do you think like there could be a times there a possibility some other time i think the friendship or the relationship will do better if you remain friends. Can he confess or not at all? They can confess, but don't expect like um a, a beautiful answer mm. because I think your friend wants you to wants you to be their friend. Okay, I, I have I, a friend recently na, niya na he had that kind of thing na he's by. And the other guy is a street man, na best friend. Niya. Mm. So he told the guy, pero parang he just wanted it to be known. So it wasn't necessarily out of requesting for more. Parang ganun. Mm-hmm. So it was uh yeah, it was tough for it's him. So, but yeah, you know. they were able to cross it, that bridge, and their friends naman na They continue to be best friends. Shin, remember the first time I met you? I had a crush on you (laughs) a long time ago, and now we're friends, and like we're better as friends. I think if we tried to have something together, it would have ended like right there and then. Yeah, and it would be like, oh God, I hate that guy forever. I know, I know, and I'm so happy, and I'm so glad this is our life story. Yeah, this our life. I Dutch I Dutch a bullet. There. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Like you don't want to ruin a platonic you can, soulmate bond. That's what we have also in a yeah, way. Yeah, that's yeah. Are, I think we are literally in love with each other. You can love him and he can love you in a different way, no? yeah And maybe that that sexual desire, it's gonna pass. Yeah. Keep your boundaries. There should be boundaries, salaga, in your friendship. Yeah, but because I'm, it will work better that I way. I kind of empathize with Mumi now. What if he wants to suck that guy's dick? What do you even do? You can find other people's dicks. Uh, maybe if some other time, someday. But be friends. Don't don't be friends with the prospect. na. Oh, someday magiging joa. ako siya. Just yeah, be there for him. Yeah. Well, the lesson I learned in this episode, Shin, is that worrying is a part of our lives, yeah, and it will never go away. We just learn how to manage the worry. Yes. Sabi nga ito a super cliche quote, but worry about things you can control. Yes. Oh. Also, like in airplanes you put the oxygen mask first before your baby. What does that mean? Fuck your baby. <laughs> yeah, throw your baby out the window. No. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you put the oxygen mask on first, you can save your baby. What if you put on the oxygen mask and then you die? Who's gonna take care of the baby? Sharks. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Haven't you seen Sharkboy and Lavagirl? Do you know what? Do you know Shark Boy's origin story? He was raised by sharks because he was like left in a fucking ocean. <laughs> oh my god, when I was a kid, I wanted to see that movie so bad and I didn't get to see it in the cinema. What shark boy and lava girl? Parang I thought it's the coolest thing ever. That's... I know it was my favorite then when I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. How come they reboot everything but not that? They did. They did. They have it's on Netflix they have a series. Are you fucking kidding me right yes, now? Yes, but it's I I haven't watched it cuz it's for I'm kids. I'm going to stab you in the eye. I'm not lying. Shark boy. Is there anything we have to say also to our listeners? we oh, said as usual send in your problems and if you want to send us problems send us Different problems than have the... more problems. That's oh yeah, what I want to leave. Our <laughs> have list. more problems. Please don't have our relationship problems anymore. I think in our archive so far, everything you need is already been advised. What's something that we can make our audience um send? What type of problems? Math math problems. Math, yeah. Or oh, kind of math. Of philosophical problems. Yes, like we're philosophical. Gonna, problems. We're gonna have a debate. Am I a chair? Mangaragan stuff. A yes. um, microbiology or like choices. Give
1: yeah, choices.
0: choices. They can send rants as well. It doesn't have to be a question, but something you wish to tell someone else in your life. Mm. So Halloween episode next week. It's still I'm not so too late to share scary shit. And thinks that you're terrified of a story, a question, a mystery. It's gonna be fucking fun. <laughs> Thank you for Is listening. that a threat? Yeah, it's a threat. <laughs> Thank you for listening, patients. Please have problems. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Okay. Bye.